Welcome to another edition of Wedding Talk Radio. I'm your host, Kyle Brown from the Bridal Association. Today, we get the pleasure of talking to David Tutera. David is one of the most recognized celebrity wedding and event planners and the author of several books. But before we dive in, I just want to remind everyone, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a quick review. Now, you can check out the video from today's podcast on our YouTube page, but don't forget to subscribe while you're there. All of the show notes and links can be found on our website, WeddingTalkRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy our interview with David. Today, we have the honor of having Mr. David Tutera with us, a fashion designer, entertaining expert, author, professional speaker. He had the TV show, My Fair Wedding and uh, Celebrations, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of good stuff, some great books. By the way, the books are on our website. Any of the books that you want to find, you can find them there. And uh, he's going to be sharing some knowledge and insight and, uh, and some motivation. And I, I think I might even um, have a little surprise for him. You know, I don't know, a question or two. <laughs> so welcome, David. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's an honor to be here and always great to provide as much in, insight or knowledge. I always say that, you know, when I have ideas or thoughts or directions, it's never necessary, not intentionally saying to people, this is what has to happen. But I do feel like with 30 plus years of knowledge in um, so many different fields of our industry, um, it's interesting to be where we are today. And, it, you know, it's a challenge for all of us. Um, it, it, the smallest to the largest, the most successful to the ones that are looking to be more successful are all standing idle and trying to understand um, not just what tomorrow is. I think sometimes we often wonder when we start our day, what the end of our day will feel and look like. Um, it's become that minute to understanding who we are and who our business is and what will we do to allow our companies, our businesses to, um, to grow? And there is no solid answer right there. I think that every, every story, every person that's an owner, every single company that's trying to um, understand what's next has to determine what that is for them. Um, obviously, everyone on right now and anyone that's listening are in parts of all different parts of the country. And there are different mandates and different, different details. But the reality is the one sort of item that's consistent is we are all in a business where we have to remind ourselves that we provide joy. We provide um, celebrations and joy and fashion and all the things that uh, people have wished and dreamed of since whenever they were a child. And, you know, we cannot lose that passion we may be having a hard day and worried about our bottom lines and our employees or leaving, letting employees go or trying to keep the lights on, but we have to always have that facade of excitement, like I said, passion and joy, and we need to exude that to all of our clients. They're, they need that more than ever, um, and they're very eager and wishing and wanting to be able to do all that we do. You know, bringing people down the aisle for a wedding, you know, I always say, Sending a bride down the aisle is sending a bride towards, you know, a new part of her life, but we do it in ways that really make magical moments and dreams come true. So, you know, I want to be able to remind people that our job today is so much more um, needed for tomorrow. Um, and think about that. Think about, you know, what keeps you up at night and what worries you about 
um, how will you be able to give all of that to not just yourself and your families and clients? It's more now, I think, on us than ever before. And we can do it, but we have to do it with honesty. We have to do it with um, compassion. I think, you know, as I've been doing a lot of Zoom calls and video conferences, I have realized um, that a lot of people in the world of what we do lost their compassion for their businesses um, pre-COVID, a long, a long ways back. And I think this is this has placed them in a position to go, what do I need to do to either move forward, e either in the career that you, you, had, you have been in or into a new career or pause your career or think of something new? The reality is, is that we have to understand each of us as people, what we want to accomplish for tomorrow for our families and ourselves and our clients. And I, I ask that question across the board all the time and everyone has a completely different answer. And I'm more than welcome to hear a lot of those questions and hear a lot of those directions and understand <laughs> what can I give to you that I would love to hear for myself as well. Well, one of the questions I actually have for you, because you know, we're all in this together. We're all human beings. And right. so obviously as upbeat and fun as we all are, especially the, the planners and the, the DJs, the people who are on the front lines out there, you know, you're going to find yourself in, in a funk or anxious once in a while, or, or even, you know, a little depressed, you know, with, with the way things are going. How do you cope with that? What do you do to kind of knock yourself out of that funk and present that upbeat and exciting personality that we all come to love and see? Well, you know, it's not easy all the time, and I'd be lying if I didn't have days that were filled with angst and concern and worry. And, you know, there have been mornings I've woken up and have been overwhelmed with anxiety. And a lot of it comes from what we're all experiencing. Like you said, Kyle, we're all in the same place at the same time. Um, but you do have to lift up your bootstraps. I know it's, you know, a cliche to say, but you do need to get it together. Um, I think that for myself personally in our home, you know, because we've got a 16-month-old and a six-year-old, <laughs> we don't have much options. If I was, you know, just with my husband and the two of us, go, oh, this is a horrible day. We'll deal with it tomorrow. Um, I'm grateful for my children having to push me, not intentionally, but making me realize I have to be, you know, not filled with fear. I think, you know, fear is an easy um, emotion and an easy cop-out for us to fall into. Um, and I'm not saying fear isn't real. Oh, I'm no. just needs to not be the, what catalysts us into you know that level of anxiety so we have to get out of it it's gone we go for walks we live in a very quiet area we go for a walk down the street nothing major we have been in this house since march 15th <laughs> you could tell me it's november i believe you. um but i still love my family and i still love the excitement of where we're going to go in the future with our careers well speaking of of, of family that you brought that up what, because you are spending so much more time at home, you know, what have you learned about Joey or Cielo or, or Gracie that you just found just, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever that you probably might not have found out right away had you been traveling as much as you normally do, but you get that opportunity to just really bond and be there with them. What, what's some of the, the cool things that you've kind of come across? I, I have come to realize that you know, I am, I, I do move quickly in life and the time here has been 
for me personally a gift of time. Um, and I didn't realize that I could sit, like I can get up in the morning, go downstairs, get the bottle ready for Gracie, go upstairs and I can play with her for a solid 90 minutes and not question like, oh my God, when do I have to stop doing this and get something done? It's interesting that we have made a decision to work like normal people. We in the business, this business don't work normal hours, right? None of us yeah. do. So I realized that I can get what I need to get done Monday through Friday. If I have an event on a Saturday or on the weekend, let's say, yes, that's my job, I'll do it. But if I don't have an event on the weekend, we find time to work to try to get ahead of the week forward. The reality is, is we wind up working all the time. We're, and I'm realizing now that if you prioritize, you know, what's important both on the docket for, you know, events or for, you know, selling fashion or whatever it might be, you have to get done what you need to get done in the time frame you're given. So you can enjoy the life that you're supposed to be enjoying. And us as an industry, we get so passionate about loving what we do for our clients that that becomes part of who we are personally. And it doesn't give us a chance to have our own lives. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, we seem to spend 24-7 doing what we do because we love it. And we get out there and, and, and just we want to do whatever we can to make somebody's moment, their life moments, their memories, just the best that we can make it because it's, I feel like it's our one opportunity, you know, hopefully, generally speaking, they only get married once. <laughs> so we don't get a lot of repeat clients, a lot of chances to say, Hey, you know what, next year, it'll be so much better. That's not an opportunity for us. So you know, with, with that, like, obviously you've been doing this for, for a couple of days now, you know, about 30 years or so. <laughs> what, what changes have you seen in the past and what, what kind of changes are you, are you hoping for, whether it's because of COVID or just because we've had an opportunity to sit back and reflect, what are you hoping for in the future for our, our industry? You know, it's, our industry is, is, I don't want to put it in the box and say it's black and white because it's not, but the right. is, is that as professionals with whatever division of the business that you're in, we, we provide a service. So I think what's happened, at least from what my perspective is of what I've seen, is that experts tend to no longer guide and they, they go into autopilot and they somewhat dictate what the expectation should be for our clients' projects. Right. I think this is the time in life where I'm trying to say kindly is that we need to slow down and I'm not legitimately saying slow down and be at home, I'm talking business. Mm -hmm. Slow down and listen to our clients and try to understand even if they're not communicating um, accurately, what it is that will make them happy? What it is that will make their celebrations unique and different? What is it that will stand out so their guests walk away and go, wow, that wasn't just a Saturday night wedding. I've been to so many. This did something to me. So we need to take on a much more emotional um, component to how we handle our business. And it is one of the things you said earlier, just a moment, Kyle, is that we all do love what we do. So we're passionate about it. And we work so hard. But the reality is, Think about this, and maybe not the perfect analogy due to time, but doctors love what they do too. But doctors get days off and they're put on call. Right. You know? And they get time to, to breathe. We have to make our own version of that for us. When are we on call? When do we get time off? And then when do we go back to work so we have more excitement, more passion, and we're listening much more clearly to our clients? True. You know, that makes, that makes a lot of sense because 
when it comes down right to it, we, we do, like I said, love what we do. We love the weddings and our clients, but why are we doing it? We're doing it so we have that time or money or whatever it might be to spend with the ones that we love, our family, our children, our parents, wh whoever they might be. So to make that balance work is, is a good thing. So <clears throat> I am gonna uh, uh, hold your feet to the fire for one second here. Um, earlier, you had said, uh, not earlier today, but earlier in, in a past uh, video, that you wanted everybody to come up with three items, both business and personal, that they wanted to accomplish. And you said, eh, you know what, I'm gonna do that too. So have you? I have <laughs> far more than three. So I'm good. Overachieved slightly. <laughs> I did two, what I did, what I started from the beginning was, I have two separate lists. I'm a list person in general, I've always been that way. My mom taught me to be that. And I have a list for personal things that need to be accomplished. It's incredibly long. I'd say that I'm maybe 50 to 40 to 50% done. And that's to me not good enough in the, in the time frame that we've been at home. <laughs> and there's a lot more to do. And you know, I want to get it accomplished. First, for professional reasons, um, my list has been about creating new business models, you know, creating new businesses that can survive when we're all kicked up and running and ready to move forward. And I've done a really great job with that. My partner and I have worked very hard on it. And um, we'll just start releasing these projects probably two months after. Um, I, I don't know if we even can say this anymore, but when we're back to normal, whenever we're back to, um, we'll start releasing those projects. And I'm excited about that because it's, it's something we wouldn't have thought of or would have done um, if we hadn't been in this position. Awesome. So Shelly, who's hanging out with us, she had a question, so I'm going to bring her in real quick, like, and let her go ahead and ask her question. Uh, Shelly, you're, you're on. So um, I don't know if I'm verbatim. I typed it in before, but um, I'll try to do my best to reflect what I was asking about. Is I found that this time with um, couples that obviously we've had to cancel or postpone some of the events with them, as well as um, corporate events, I'm part therapist, being the shoulder to cry on. I'm also trying to keep their wedding, even though it's maybe another year out, exciting for them. Not like, oh, it's over and I got to kick it back up this time next year. And then also making myself available without being annoying. You know, I don't want to be like, okay, let's go work on this. So let's just go ahead and jump on that or get ahead of the game and let's do your floor plan. We kind of know what the basics are. So let's just work on that. Let's keep them interested. But like, I just don't want to annoy them either because I'm trying to assess whether they almost need a time of mourning to get over this. I actually do have some clients who are in the healthcare industry. So I know what they're at, where their head is at. Um, and rightfully so. So I'm trying to, you know, what, what is your gauge on that as far as handling, you know, clients that have different kinds of uh, situations and responses to this? Well, I think we have always somewhat been a therapist, right? We've always been a therapist and we've always been, I say, best friend and we've been, you know, mentors sometimes. I don't think any of that certainly needs to change today. I do think though, um, Shelly, you're handling it beautifully. Um, what I would say to everyone listening for Shelly's question, because I don't really have anything direct to Shelly other than saying that it is a very sensitive topic not to over ask and push to get answers. So we have, um, we have seven events that all got pushed to 2021 and they're all, they range in all different categories. But 
the reality is, is the only thing that I've been doing with these clients are sending them hellos, hope you're well, ask about their dad since he's pay paying the bill, um, you know, checking in to make sure that, you know, life is good in whatever part of the world that they're in. Mm -hmm. And I think that they've appreciated because most, if not all, are fairly quickly respond and ask the same question in return because I'm personable and I, you know, they know me mostly because I, you know, you could see me on television at points in my life and they think they know more about me than they would about someone else. So I like to keep that dialogue very basic, not about their celebration. If they bring it up, which one recently, two weeks ago, sent a long email to me, it was beautifully written, but it was him expressing as the, um, as the groom for his soon-to-be wife what he was going through. And I just responded back, because now I think we're more friends, you know, and I, friends for the moment, I always say, and then we move on to our next new friend, but we need to be that friend unless that professional while still keeping a professional relationship. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. So um, the last event you did before we knew we were going to be quarantined uh, <laughs> and uh, on vacation for a couple of months, um, and any uh, reflection on that? And uh, I think, is that the video that you sent me? Um, is it, the, the, it's a 60-second video. It was the last celebration we did before all of this happened, and it was in New York. It was at the Plaza Hotel. Is that the video you have? I have one that says Unfinished uh, Church. Oh, no. I also have um, oh, uh, uh, the Altar uh, Fashion Show experience. You could show the, the Unfinished Church was last year, but it's a good reflection of what we do. Um, and Kyle, if you want to show that Unfinished Church one, okay. I, I can set you up what that is. Um, we we had to unfortunately postpone our own personal conference that we have, which would have been in March and it's been postponed now or pushed, I should say, rescheduled for August 17th, 18th and 19th in Orlando at the Four Seasons. But we produce um, a wonderful conference that brings event planners and designers and industry folks um, into a place for three days of full education and wonderful events. And this particular very short video might be something to uplift you and show you the um, emotion that we carry through to our attendees for three days. All right, there we go. Share.
Very nice. Thank you. See what we do. We love what we do. I mean, I haven't seen that in a while, and it's nice to refresh my memory of how special it is to make people smile and cry for the right reasons. Yeah, I think one of the the, the nice things, um, and I've noticed this with with uh, event producers, planners, um, some DJs, officiants that we get our emotion involved. And I noticed that with, with you, of course, in the videos like that, you know what, we're not afraid to cry a little bit, I guess, shed a tear, you know, because there's so much emotion that comes into the production of a life moment like that, a wedding, um, an anniversary, somebody has spent 50 years, 75 years together and made those moments. And it's nice to see that you know, from the video with you and, and of course the other people that I've had the pleasure of working with. So, you know, nothing wrong with that at all. You have to be very open emotionally to be able to do a better job because what we do is an emotional experience. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what um, advice, I guess, would you have for us to make the most of these opportunities right now that we have? I mean, yeah, there's, there's always the downside of something like this, whether it was 9-11 or it's COVID or whatever the, the life circumstance might bring us. But there's also those opportunities that have come, you know, and what would you say the opportunity we should take is? Um, the opportunity besides time, with that time, is to understand perhaps what you may have thought you've been doing wrong or could have been doing better and what you'll do next that can let you stand out amongst. We have an already cluttered community in the industry. So this is the time not to say rise above it, but to be a, a better version of yourself personally. And I'm talking, I'm only talking professionally, but personally as a person for your professional use. And what's gonna make a client current, but more importantly, a new client, understand why you're that person that they should hire. Not because you've got a great website or not because you've got great, you know, um, client recommendations. What's going to allow yourselves to be a different person than you were pre-March, whatever the date was that you, you know, things changed for you. Um, what I'm finding is a lot of people are just sitting and waiting, waiting. What's the answer? What, what's, what's our events going to look like? You know, none of us, including myself, have an answer for that. So instead of sitting here wondering and waiting, you know, try to figure out, you know, is it going to be a 50% decrease, a 25% decrease in space? Are we going to need, you know, you know, no dance floor? If a dance floor, what size would it be? How many people? You have time. Try to understand, be ahead of the game with floor plans and with um, logistics and the details. So you're ahead of the curve when the curve hits and then you have the content. The reality is, is this is the best time and i've said it constantly is to be a better version of you and when you're better at what you do you're better for your client awesome yeah i mean it is a, a huge opportunity right now there's i mean just in kern county alone where we are there's probably several hundred wedding professionals whether they're caterers or venue owners or event producers or rental company whatever they might be yet here's an opportunity that was presented to all of them and we have 16 people who got up off the couch and took the time to learn, to commune with each other and be together and 
move forward. And one of the things that I think that I find from a lot of people is we all claim to be leaders in our industry, whatever the, the, the category might be. Mm -hmm. This was the opportunity and is the opportunity still to actually be that leader and grow and go forward, whatever it might be. So it, it's kind of exciting right now. It is exciting. And I do think that our, and I, I have no shy voice about our industry. I'm proud of what I do in the industry and I'm proud of the people that succeed, but I also am frustrated by, um, and for the 16 that are on right now, I think overall the sort of just broader scope is, you know, no one's really held accountable for, you know, the bad work that they do or hold accountable for the lack of in, in knowledge that they have or education in the industry. So it, it's one of the, the few industries that there are so many people in it that I'm not saying are not great at what they do. I'm saying they simply don't know what they're doing. And that makes this industry a harder industry to succeed in, especially if you're someone that's very good at what you do and, and deserve to charge the fees and the prices that you should be getting. So what I always say is that, you know, just because I'm going to get off this Zoom call and I'm going to decide that I'm, I don't know, I want to be an expert in the field of that person over there, I can't just do that. I have to have, a, I have, to have information and intel and knowledge and, and have worked for someone that has taught me well. And I hope that that's what happens with where we are today is that it starts to, it starts to weed out the little, all the weeds we have in our garden. And it starts to now allow the beautiful flowers to blossom and the other ones to kind of figure it out. Awesome. By the way, um, I do have the last event you did in, uh, in New York. I have the video. I would love to show that. It's only 60 seconds. And this is the last event that I did. Oh, this is about five minutes long. You have the five-minute one? I have the five-minute one. I'm happy to show it. It's, it's epic, that five-minute. Here we go. Go for it. This is a moment that combines magic and holiness as you both come under this chuppah as two individuals in order to become one. welcome you to this holy space and this chuppah, the symbol of a Jewish home. And boy, is this some Boy, you are surrounded by family and friends, your loving community pledge their support for you now and for always. Blessed are you and everybody who comes and joins us tonight in the most beautiful and most important mitzvah of the world. We welcome all of you. It's our pleasure to have you here to celebrate this wonderful celebration. He looks so beautiful. 
many of us are intimately related in one way or another, and there are, there's no place in the world that we'd rather be than here to witness as you enter into the holiness of marriage. They always said you have to talk from your heart. My dear Karen, it's very difficult. And I was crying under that magnificent chuppah, holding on to your mother and sister. You've always been that very special person. May your love for each other grow deeper with each passing year. May the bonds between you grow stronger. May God bless you with children who will bring you joy as you have brought joy to everyone in your family. My four-year-old daughter asked me, Daddy, how do you decide on who you're gonna marry? And I was thunderstruck. I, I didn't know what to say. And thankfully, my, my wife bailed me out, as she typically does. And she said, you know, Georgie, you marry the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And that's it. And to me, that really resonated. And I think that's you know so apropos for this moment. Look at my beautiful wife. Just look at her. It's such a blessing. It's such a blessing, and I'm so grateful to my beautiful wife to give me this moment. So grateful. Did it break it down? adventures so we're looking forward to many more adventures with you we love you karen and eric i hope your life together is filled with adventure and karen that you find in your eric what i found in my eric and what mom found in her eric happiness lots of laughter and love And always remember that the relationship is the most important part of life itself. Wonderful. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, got your assistant there. My, my daughter, CLO, taking a break from homeschooling. Hi, CLO. Welcome. I'll go see you for lunch a little bit, okay? <laughs> Awesome. Um, what's that? This is the good part about working from home. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't. And it's remember. funny. I was just telling this in a, in a uh, another a different style uh, Zoom call. Is that 
these are the things that you tried to not make happen in meetings and now it's acceptable because it's real you know it's exactly or kids walk in it's so it's life now and i i I like it i think it's great you know it, it we be we're so professional in what we do that we're all you know straight up got our tie on and whatever it might be and we don't show the human side correct it's nice to be real yeah it's funny because that's what we're supposed to do it's what we do you know it's our life our living so now i think it's going to allow us to soften up a little bit and be less buttoned up i should say yeah exactly and that's okay doesn't mean we don't aren't professional doesn't mean that we're not detail oriented and making the right moments happen but we're real people as well you know um so i was kind of watching the video kind of made me think of um how do you select the wedding professionals that you align yourself with the dj the florist the caterer obviously you go work with your client as well but you obviously have some influence over that as well how do you decide who you're working with a couple it's Actually, I think every event is completely different. I mean, the the vendors we like to pick based upon because I do work globally. So there's sometimes I'm going into parts of the world or country that I don't know the vendors. So I have to do my due diligence and find out which ones are best suited for the client. Um, and often I'm working in cities that I've I've worked in many times before and know which one might be right budget purpose wise, um, of course, and then which one may work well with my clients. I mean. You know, DJs and entertainment companies and uh, photographers and videographers are, have to be a strong connection between the client and them. So, you know, I always make sure that my clients meet those particular vendors. Um, a rental company it typically would be best on what's, what they provide, what their products and the goods and the prices are, and the client typically would not meet them. We would be making those decisions on behalf of budgetary decisions. Okay. Awesome. Um, well, that, uh, does anybody have any questions for David? Like I said, raise your hand and I will uh, bring you in if you have a question that you'd, you'd like to ask. Um, oh, there she is. I was wondering where, where the screen moved around on me a little bit, so I didn't see where, where uh, Colleen went. But you have, a, you have a, a big event coming up, you said in August, right? At least at this point, that's when we're planning it or you're planning it? August 17th, 18th, 19th is the David Duterte Experience, and uh, it's hosted at the Four Seasons Hotel in Orlando. Um, we are very excited. This is our fourth or fifth. This is our fourth or fifth DTE, and then in 2021, we'll be doing two a year. So we're excited about our August one because we put so much work, and it is um, really going to be pretty magical and special and unique. And that's not a Disney experience. It is a epic experience for any anyone in the industry, whether they're new or they've been in it for a long time, we're considering it. Okay. And that's on, on your website, I'm assuming davidtutera.com, right? That's correct. Okay. We'll definitely share that link. In fact, I'll put that in the uh, the chat room right now so people can have access to that information. Um, and what else is going on? Anything else that you're excited about? Something coming out in the future here real soon? Um, just the projects that Joey and I have been working on, which I won't talk in detail about them, but we're excited because they're going to help um, so many different people on so many different platforms about building their businesses. Okay. And yeah. then last question I have for you, Please. this is lifted and you have the freedom to roam the world. What's the first thing that you're going to go out and do? That's interesting. Most people don't know this about me, but I'm actually fairly a big introvert. So... <laughs> 
this whole being a home thing has been very enjoyable for me. Um, I travel so much because that's my job. But if I'm given, you know, three extra days to stay in a beautiful, you know, town in Italy, I opt out to go home. So I'm probably not going to change much of what I do. It'll just be more exciting to see people I haven't had a chance to see. I'm a hugger, so I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, yes. be, just feeling like I can say I love you as opposed to say I can see you, I love you, but I want to be with the people I care about. There's a certain connection to yeah. Yeah. connecting with somebody. I think though, Kyle, what I've learned, and I think many, if not all of us right now have learned, there is no reason why we can't run our businesses from our homes and run our businesses for video conferences and saving the time to get in a car or on a flight to go take a meeting and return. We can, we can accomplish now. And I think it's now validated. Yes. That we can accomplish much more in our lives the way we're doing our work currently than having to waste time on things that we may not need to do. Um, Shelly was asking, are you going to be participating in Wedding MBA uh, this year? Absolutely. This will be my God knows how many times. They don't... <laughs> the thing is for me, I have to keep going, oh my God, I have to think of, I have to make sure I'm not repeating myself each year. <laughs> so it pushes me, it forces me to like really master my, my speaking appearance skills. And I'm looking forward to being there with everybody. Awesome. Well, that will be exciting. And, and maybe you know, someday we can get you back out here when it's not raining to uh, up to Bakersfield for one of our bridal shows. That would be phenomenal. So other than that, um, you know, people can get a hold of you, of course, on your website, uh, Facebook. And on our website, we have a link to your YouTube page, your Facebook, your Pinterest, your Instagram, your Twitter. We got links to everything for you on our, on our website. So uh, um, we just want to thank you so much for, for being a part of us and inspiring us whether it's here in person or us being able to just follow you and, and see the things that you do. You're, you are a leader in our industry and we truly appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you, Kyle. And thank you everybody for, for listening to me. I, I never try to preach that I'm right or braggadocious. I just want to be able to guide. So thank you for letting me do that today with you. Well, thank you so much and uh, have a great day and, and enjoy your family. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed our interview today with David Tutera. Remember to subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a quick review or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to check out the video from today's podcast, you can find it on our website, WeddingTalkRadio.com. You'll also find all the show notes, website links, and all of his books on our website. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.